This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been on. From the wildly successful to the completely disastrous and everything in between. Here's your host, Jody Klein, founder of FirstDateStories.com. When a woman wants to have her own biological child and she's single in midlife, there's a good chance that at some point she's heard the ticking of her biological clock in the back of her head. That's what happened to Elizabeth. She hadn't met the man of her dreams, so she decided to go it alone. With the help of a sperm bank, she got pregnant and was on her way to becoming a single mom. Then Tom, a childhood crush who had gotten married, asked her to dinner. The story of their evening out and what happened next should be heard by every woman who's in a similar place in life today as Elizabeth was then. Here's Elizabeth's first date story. Welcome, Elizabeth. I am glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Since we're all about stories here, please share some of your backstory before we get into the details of your memorable first date. Sure. I'm in my late 40s, and I'm married, and I have two kids. Fabulous. And who did you go on this date with that we're going to talk about? Um, uh, Tom is his name. How did you and Tom meet? Tom and I had um, grown up in uh, nearby towns, and our parents knew each other, and I kind of knew who he was, but I didn't know him well. And I was always sort of interested in him because he was very handsome and smart. So we sort of had that background of knowing each other vaguely already. Did you go to family events together? Did you see him in your town or his town? We had some uh, shared business interests, mostly through our parents. So I would hear about him and I knew where he was going to college and I ended up going to the same college and I was a few years behind him. And later on, I had heard that he had gotten married and I remember being disappointed. Disappointed because in your mind, you somewhere thought, I want to marry this guy one day. Absolutely. I thought because of our shared interests and I just thought, you know, we had a lot in common and I always thought he was really cute. And so, yeah, uh, another good one off the market. I was bummed. Did the two of you ever do anything growing up? Did you go out? Did you go to the movies together, hang out together, anything like that? No, not at all. Our, I think our parents socialized together, but I really only knew of him and we never did anything together. Interesting. The parents didn't try to set the two of you up. I wonder why. I think back, it was enough of an age difference. I mean, we're only, what, about three years apart, but... That's a big difference when you're in high school. Now, the two of you crossed paths, obviously, later in life. How did that come about? Um, Tom contacted me. He was coming to where I was living to attend a conference. So he contacted me to see if I'd like to have lunch or dinner or something. And I remember being kind of excited but because I thought, well, maybe it's a date. But then I remembered that he was married <laughs> And I figured it was just a business thing because, as I said, we had some shared business interests. Our families did. Where were you in your life when this all happened? I was at a very interesting part of my life. I had recently decided that someday I might meet the man of my dreams. But 
in the meantime, uh, time was running out for me to have children, and I really wanted to be a mom. And so on my own, I pursued uh, becoming pregnant, having fertility treatments at a nearby clinic. So I was pregnant and single at the time. When he contacted you, did he have any idea what was going on in your life? He had no idea. I was eight weeks pregnant, though. I was early. So I'd really only told just a very few close confidants. Including your parents? By this time, I had told my parents, yes. But they hadn't told his parents, clearly. So he did not know, I guess. Right. When he called you and you guys talked, how did the conversation go? I think we mostly did it over email. And I think initially it was going to be lunch, but then it was with schedules and everything, it made more sense for us to meet for dinner. And so we made arrangements over email to meet for dinner Friday evening, and he was going to pick me up at my place. And I remember thinking, huh, you know, he's married and it's a Friday night. That's a little odd. Um, I also didn't really want to tell my parents that I was interested in him just because you get tired of, I don't know, having things not work out. So I hadn't said anything to my parents, but I did call my parents and ask my mom, what is the name of Tom's wife? Because if they were divorced, that would give her an opportunity to tell me they're divorced. But she didn't tell me that. She told me Tom's wife's name. And I was thinking to myself, oh, rat. You know, he is still married. So it is only a business thing. Oh, well, I'm pregnant anyway. When you were getting ready to go out with him, uh, what were you thinking? And do you remember what you wore? Do you remember you know, preparing for the evening out with him? Yeah. One of the things I did before I went out with him was, of course, I discussed it in depth with my close girlfriend. And <laughs> I was saying, oh, you know, Tommy's so cute. And, and I was saying, I don't know, Kim, maybe he's, maybe he's divorced. And she said to me, Elizabeth, that never happens. You know, I'm like, I know, ha ha. You know, and I was laughing because who cares? I'm pregnant anyway. Right. It's not like right. I'm on a date right now. And I was not feeling well. I had a lot of um, pregnancy sickness. So there was that too. So getting ready for the date with him, I, you know, I wore something nice, but it wasn't like what I would call like date clothes. It was just sort of something casual. The night arrives, uh, he rings your doorbell, you open the door and you haven't seen him in a long time. So what did you think? How did you feel? Oh, uh, did I mention he's really handsome? You did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I just remember thinking, wow, yeah, he's still really handsome. And he was dressed well. And one of the things I noticed is he's wearing really nice shoes. That is so interesting because shoes are a tell. You learn a lot about people sometimes when you look at how they take care of their shoes. You know? Right. Tell me what happened when you guys went to the restaurant. We walked to the restaurant, which was a few blocks away, and we were just making small talk and getting caught up on things that we had heard a lot about each other through our families, but not really directly from each other. So verifying and getting caught up. And he then said to me, that necklace is, is really pretty. You know, it really brings out the color of your eyes. Okay. And I thought, huh, that's an interesting comment for a married man to make to me as we walk 
together to a restaurant without his wife on a Friday night. Hmm. For sure. His wife's in another town and he's with you and he's admiring your necklace. That would be a, a reason to question what's going on for sure. And then you guys arrived at the restaurant. What happened next? We ordered drinks, although I couldn't drink because I was pregnant and I was not feeling well. But we got things started in the restaurant and were chit-chatting and then ordered our food. And then we were continuing to fill each other in on our work and other aspects of our lives. And then about midway through eating our dinner, I said to Tom, gosh, how does your wife like living back in your hometown. And there was this stricken look on his face. And he <laughs> was at a loss for words for a minute. And he said, uh, well, um, we got divorced. Really? And- <laughs> How did you respond to that news sitting there? The news you were hoping to hear, but didn't think you were ever going to hear. This is how I was responding in my head. I was saying to myself, he is divorced and I think I'm on a date and he does not know that I'm eight weeks pregnant. Oh my God. (laughs) I think to him, I probably said something like, oh, well, gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. That must have been hard. And then I paused and then I said, although I'm not really that sorry to hear it. And how did he respond to what you said? He smiled. He liked that response. I mean, it, it then, of course, everything made sense. Oh, okay, so I am on a date, and he is interested in me. And so, of course, he would want me to be pleased to know that he's single and that we're on a date together. It all fell in place. Yeah. Except for one thing. He right. did not know that you were pregnant. That's right. That's a big bit of information to share. Did you share that information with him on your date? I did not. And imagine, I mean, my mind was just churning quickly with what should I do here? I wasn't telling anybody I was pregnant yet, except for the people who had known about my journey, you know, from early on or my, you know, my close family. So it didn't, I didn't feel comfortable telling him and I wasn't ready to tell him. And we were just having a good time. And I I thought, well, there will be another chance for me to tell him. Did he have kids of his own? No. So the whole kid topic never came up during the date. What did happen after the big uh, aha moment that you had? What happened next on your, on your now what was the official date, official first date together? <laughs> That's right. Um, it was one of those kind of long dates where we went and we had dinner and we had such a nice time. And then we decided to walk around and sort of people watching. And then we stopped at a bar that had a beautiful view and we enjoyed being there. And I think he probably had a alcoholic beverage and I had some water to sip. And then we just walked around some more. And eventually it seemed like maybe the date should be over because it was late. And so he walked me back to where I lived and uh, gave me a quick hug and kiss on the cheek. Good night. Very nice. How were you feeling at that point? I guess I would say I was just feeling highly amused because it was so completely unlikely that 
I would be pregnant and going on a first date with this guy that I'd always sort of been interested in. You had this crush on this guy for most of your life, it seems like. And now you're on a date with him and you're pregnant. And yet there's the chance that things might happen between the two of you, it sounds like. Yeah, it was really exciting. At the end of the date, did he ask you out again? At the end of the date, I think we talked about the fact that I would be visiting my parents in the hometown where he now lived in um, two weeks. And so we agreed that we would see each other then. Earlier on, you mentioned that before your date, you talked with a girlfriend. You obviously filled her in on what happened. What did she have to say after you told her? I called her the next morning and I said, he's divorced. And she Uh said, no. (laughs) I mean, she just couldn't believe it. And we were just laughing And she, of course, wanted every single detail. And in the process of telling her how much fun I had had and all the funny details, another call came through on my call waiting. And it was Tom calling me from his car as he was driving to to where he lived just to chat. Awesome. What happened with you and Tom from that point forward? In the intervening two weeks, I I was going to have some another doctor's appointment just to make sure everything was going okay with the pregnancy. And after that point, then I plan to tell the rest of my family and just start telling everybody that I was going to have a baby. The doctor's appointments went well and I was ready to share the news with everybody. And I went to visit my parents for the weekend. And by this time I had filled them in on Tom's status Uh, I had also called them the day after my date to say, uh, you know, I had that meeting yesterday with Tom, but it wasn't a meeting. It was a date because he's divorced. (laughs) Parents thought that was really, really interesting. So when I went up for the, the weekend to visit them, I was joking. I was laughing with my parents because I was saying, I'm going to have my second and last date with Tom tonight because I have to tell him that I'm pregnant. It would be crazy for a guy to want to keep dating somebody who's pregnant and with someone else's child, you know, that he has nothing to do with. So uh, Tom showed up to pick me up for our date that night and he just looked great. You know, he drove up in this little sports car that he had and the wind blowing his hair and he hopped out and he had a bottle of wine in one hand and a bouquet of flowers in the other. And we sat on my parents' porch for a little bit and had some wine together because of course he, he knows my parents and I, I really just could only sip at the wine because I was pregnant and not feeling well. (laughs) And then we went out for dinner. Um, Tom took me to a nice restaurant nearby. We drove there. And after dinner, we were walking around and Tom went to uh, kiss me. And I let him kiss me once. And then I pushed him back and I said, I have to tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) And I just explained. I this has been a long journey that I've been on. And I told him that I was 10 weeks pregnant and he was so confused. He said, what? And then he would kiss me some more. And then he would say, 
wait, what? You're, you're pregnant? <laughs> and what can I say, Jody? You know, he has no sense. He stayed with me. Not only did I not get rid of him after that second day, you know, we're married today. Just fabulous. He got used to the news and embraced it. Uh, you two had a child together. We did. And, um, you know, we were living in, in separate areas at, during most of my pregnancy. And he'd come and visit a lot, you know, every weekend just about. And he and he would call me all the time. And on one of the calls, he said to me, he was worried that the librarians at our local library were getting um, curious about him because he was looking at all these books on about pregnancy and <gasps> and childbearing. <laughs> so um, and I so I thought uh, I couldn't believe that he was studying books on pregnancy and childbearing. And then he later a little later he asked me who was going to be my labor coach, and I, I really frankly didn't really know the answer to that one yet. And I, I said, I don't really know. And he said, well, wouldn't, wouldn't you want me to be your labor coach? Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. And I said, so wonderful. Oh. I said, oh, honey, you know, I, well, I, I guess so, but I understand it can be pretty terrible and, you know, horrible things are said and it's a mess. And he said, well, I wouldn't care about any of that. Oh, Elizabeth, <laughs> that's just a sign of... The fact that he's the right man for you at the right time. <laughs> I, I still just like to claim it's because, honestly, he just has no sense. <laughs> <laughs> or he has no sense. But he showed up. He kept showing up for you, didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. And he was a great labor coach. And we have wonderful pictures of right after our son was born. And it, it's just great memories. When did the two of you get married? We got married a, about a year and a half after our now first son was born. Um, when when I be, when I was pregnant with our second son, who is our the biological son that we have together, and the four of you are now a family. We are, and it's a lot of fun. It's it is. The hardest job I've had, and it's the most rewarding job I've had, too. What sort of dating takeaways and, and lessons do you have for the women who are listening to our conversation, who find themselves in a similar place in life, who are thinking about having a child on their own, or who have been dating for many years? I tend to do a lot of research before I do things and a lot of thinking, and before I decided to pursue becoming a single parent, I spoke with a therapist who was someone I had seen for career counseling and, and other things for a bunch of years. So she knew me well. Um, I confided in a best friend. I confided in a, a financial advisor that I work with because there were also financial considerations, of course, with becoming a single parent. And I really did my homework. Um, I also joined a group in my area, I think they have chapters around the country that's called Single Mothers by Choice. And I met a lot of other women who were either already single parents or were uh, exploring the options to become a single parent, either through adoption or becoming pregnant. So I did a lot of research before 
I went down that path. And I think I had just really decided to stop focusing on dating because I thought I could meet a man when I have a five-year-old or when I have a 10-year-old, but I can't have a baby when I'm much older. So you just said you needed to stop dating when you did this, but I think your life experience said, no, you don't because you met him and he was a guy who was okay with this and he embraced it and he was now, he's now the dad. In my experience, I, right. I didn't know I was going on a date. And I think in, in many ways that worked out to my advantage because I wasn't really trying to be anything, anything other than myself or trying to um, impress this guy in any particular way. And I sort of presented myself as, you know, take it or leave it. I'm, (laughs) this is what I'm doing. And from his perspective, I think he I had always wanted to have children, but hadn't, with his prior marriage, they just hadn't gotten there. I think his wife was quite a bit younger than he was. And so suddenly, here I was, and he could either join in or not. And he chose to join in. And I, the, the big lesson for me is that even if you are pregnant, you, you don't need to stop dating. Because that's when I found my husband and the father of my children now. That is a great lesson for women who are wanting to have kids and think they have to give up a romantic uh, pursuit while they're pregnant and and afterwards because you were in that state of mind, but life taught you otherwise. Your life experiences said, no, it's not necessary. Right. You found love and had a child and ended up with a man you had a crush on since you were a young girl, it sounds like. That's right. Yeah. I think one of my other lessons is that being really, truly open and honest about what you want is important. And it's not something I was always good at. And once I took charge of my own situation by choosing to become pregnant on my own, it was suddenly easier to tell everybody what I was doing and and what I wanted, including this guy I was on a date with. So it, it did help. It helped me a lot. Just be absolutely authentically who I was. I mean, there's so many women who are going through this, the debate that you went yes. through, the decision yeah. that you went through and so many who don't choose to do it and others who do and give up dating and all the rest. And so you, you got it all there. You, you put it together. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying life's perfect, but you were able right. to, to do both simultaneously. And that's, right. that's really a blessing. Part of the reason I'm really open about this story is because I want other women to, to hear it if, you know, in, in case they're thinking about it. And I, someone on Facebook who's sort of an acquaintance had said something recently about wanting to have kids. And so I private messaged her and just said, you know, my story, right? And she didn't know my story. And she was thrilled because she just thought I met my husband and we had two kids the old fashioned way. Old fashioned can be passe. That's why it's called old. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Elizabeth, and thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks, Jody. It was my pleasure. What's your take on this first date story? Do you have thoughts about it? Maybe you had a flashback to a date you went on once. We want to hear from you. Please go to first date stories forward slash podcast to post your comments, connect with other women, and listen to more episodes. While you're on the website, 
make sure to check out the articles about dating longer and later in life. If you have a memorable first date story that you want to share with other women, please go to firstdatestories.com forward slash share and tell us about it. We might invite you to be a guest on a future podcast episode or to publish a short story you've written about your date on our website. After all, that's what firstdatestories.com is all about, creating a place for women to share our stories and connect around our dating experiences. And now for the legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Date Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests and the men who they've dated are often changed for privacy purposes. You can subscribe to this podcast at firstdatestories.com, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcasts. First Date Stories, the podcast, is produced and edited by Kim Poletti of Soundline Productions and is brought to you by Espoir Ventures. Thanks for listening and keep going on those first dates because beyond your next first date may be the long-term love you are seeking.